0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed with me, Sam Vader. Where this week, uh, well, we're D- Attack on Titan again. <laughs> I did promise it. I couldn't do it on um for Saturday, um, because we we've had a new arrival in the house, um, and he has taken all my attention. Not because he's a handful or difficult to deal with, but because I just want to spend all of my time with him. Which has meant that I haven't done much in the way of anything else because I've been spending all of my time with the amazing Finn, who is my new my new dog. Um, he is the most precious and loveliest thing in the world and uh, the best companion a failure could ever want. Which is um <clears throat> a really good. I honestly, I love him so much. So sorry this didn't come out on Saturday. I did say it was probably a bonus episode, but it's not. But instead, it's just going to be the normal, regular uh you Have episode on a Tuesday. Talking once again about Attack on Titan, which is the BEST telly show on teller. Um, But before we get on with that I will do the normal announcement which is that we at Situarts do still of course stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign. A serious campaign that is still ongoing, trying to fight for equality for people of all races, especially that in the uh, black community. Um, and yeah, the ways you can help support this by going to websites like www.blacklivesmatter.com and finding out ways you can just learning and reading through the articles and following the links or donating money to help support the cause or use the hashtags BLM or hashtags Black Lives Matter to keep the conversation going online. But without further ado, let's get back into talking about the first Teddy show on telly. Sorry about that, but it's oh my god. God, Attack on Titan's incredible, and every time I think I know what I want to talk about in the episode this week, sorry, I took a far longer pause than I should have then, it's because even now I'm trying to process what I'm trying to think about, so, because in case you didn't know, I just watched the latest episode, which is season 4, episode 7, I just watched this before recording this, um, so, honestly, there's a lot going on in my mind right now, as each episode just gives me so much more to talk about, because, I mean, you know, I've got so many characters I want to talk about. Um, Commander Irvin, Reiner, Captain Levi. Who one hundred percent Captain Levi has been spoken about this episode, uh, for no other reason than I promised. Uh, Ares Pharaoh, Pharaoh Ares. I can't remember which pseudonym it is, um. But she's now got a podcast, by the way. Pharaoh of the Opera. It's brilliant. Her most recent episode is on Cleopatra who is her idol, and I'm pretty sure a long distant relative from ancient Egypt, so please do go check that out, she's brilliant, she's really, she's a farmer, the accent's brilliant, like, when she when she says R, like, farmer, you know, right, it's all, this is the Dorset accent, it's really, really fucking good, right, so yeah, please do go check it out, her episode was brilliant, please show her lots of support, that is also on Spotify, Apple, the King's Eyes. Dot Life. Every other platform that you're listening to this on, you can listen to Pharaoh of the Opera, and honestly, she's brilliant. She'll be doing um things on musicals, history. She'll be doing pretty much anything that interests her, and she will at some point be doing an episode on Attack and Titan as well. So do listen out for that. But yeah, I've got to talk about Captain Levi because that is her current crush. I say current as if she's ever going to get over Levi. So I will do a lot on Captain Levi today, and I say that as if Captain Levi isn't my very close second place to erin jaeger and is just the most badass person in all of fiction um so him i want to talk back to topics that i've really just completely gone a bit of a tangent there anyway um yeah i want to talk about like my theories for the ending but i might do that just before the finale maybe well that's not a bad idea doing theories before the finale because I've got a few right now, obviously based on, as you all know, the final panel of the show, of the manga anyway, has been revealed. Which is a, it looks like a father holding his baby with the words, you're free or you are free. And yeah, that's very interesting. Um, it gives me a lot of ideas for the theory. I hope it's Erin. I hope Erin survives. I hope Levi survives. My God, if Levi doesn't survive, Pharaoh is going to be crying for years. She's never going to get over it. Um, but yeah, that Irving... Um, So much, like, and the problem with thinking of things to talk about for this show is each week something more brilliant happens where I'm like, like, at this rate, it's just going to become a weekly podcast of Attack on Titan because I've just got more and more to talk about each week. Because last week's episode, episode six of season four, I got one of my new favourite scenes of the show and this week I got another of my new favourite scenes. Um, I'll go over those quickly before I get onto Captain Levi, just leave Pharaoh in a bit more suspense before I get there. Oh, I don't know what that was, honestly, I haven't had much sleep. I don't know if you can tell by uh, just the, the utter randomness going on at the moment. Um, What's I going to say? Yes, so in last week's episode, it was the scene right at the end where Porco, or well, Porco Gilead, it depends how some people call him Gilead. Some people call him Porco. It's whatever. It's the scene where he realizes that the scouts aren't afraid of him. So obviously he's just tried to bite into Erin's nape. Levi's come in, sliced his jaw open. He's to shit himself realizing that that's Levi. And clearly Levi is... The stories have gone around about Levi and Marley and everyone shits themselves when they see him. And then the scouts start charging at him. And it's that... The scene is brilliant because you can see in his eyes... And hearing his voice, the absolute fear. He's spent all his time as a Titan in the battles he's fought, having people be terrified of him because he is a Titan. They run away, but these people are charging at him. This shows that the people of Paradise are not afraid of Titans. They will fight them and kill them, and they have done their whole lives to survive. And this was his first time encountering that, and that's why the fear in his eyes was incredible. And I love the scene because it's so good at showing that someone who hadn't encountered the soldiers of Paradise before who's just used to people running away from him in fear like his enemies now seeing them charge at him was so incredible just just watching that was beautifully done and you know these are just regular humans but they're coming to kill me these are the devils of paradise and it's just incredible how he does that and how fearful he is and then this week you get another one where erin yeager once again proves how much how grown up he is Gone are the days where he just charge into a battle not thinking about anything. And now he sees that the Jaw Titan can actually damage the crystal that the Warhammer Titan's stuck in. And actually, rather than just trying to keep break open the crystal, he basically dismembers the Jaw Titan and uses its mouth as basically a fucking Titan can opener to crush the crystal with the Warhammer Titan's human form in and drink the spinal fluid. So he's now got the Warhammer Titan power, and it's just so incredible just watching him just use the Jaw Titan as a can opener on the Warhammer Titan crystal. and It's, oh, it's absolutely incredible to watch that. And yeah, I mean, once he shows the strength of the Jaw Titan, that he can cut through that, it's much stronger than Emir's Jaw Titan. But yeah, I mean, well, it was an incredible scene, and honestly, more stuff every week, but I think I've digressed enough from the fact that Captain Levi is the most incredible, badass, awesome, just deadly, five foot two, Napoleon complex, cleaning legend, titan killing man on earth, right? There's no way around the fact that Captain Levi is the man. When there's a whole nation who uses titans as their primary war method and soldiers, essentially, but all those titans fear a five foot two man. Five foot 2, 30, currently 38, currently 38-year-old man, mind you. He's not young, Captain Levi. He's he's almost 40, and all these Titans, like... <laughs> so, in this latest episode... Spoilers for the latest episode of Attack on Titan, by the way, if you haven't caught up yet now. Um, obviously, I've already spoiled it with the Jaw Titan thing, but the, I will be talking about spoilers, so sorry. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Pekin. and... And Porco in their cart and Jaw Titan like look, we've got to protect the War Chief, which is Zeke, um, in the Beast Titan. You know, we've got to protect him from Levi. We know he's around here somewhere. We've got to protect him, make sure he doesn't get killed. And then next thing you know, Levi just comes in, just one clean slice along the Beast Titan's neck, and the Beast Titan goes down. Then he just throws a grenade into his nape, and you don't see Levi for the rest of the episode. I don't imagine he's dead. If it goes very close to the manga, he's definitely not dead yet. Um. And yeah, he. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, look, he's. I think the best thing I saw. I was watching a YouTube video about. It was almost like an analysis of um of uh, of the previous so four four six <clears throat> of Attack on Titan. Just you know, I like to see other people's opinions as well. Like similar to my podcast, I, I watch other videos and listen to other things about things I'm interested in. And um, one. And he was talking about when Marley were calling reinforces, reinforcements. It, it was like a whole armada of ships. 3,000 troops, this, that, the other, Titans. And he went, yeah, that, that's all well and good, but there's a reason the scouts aren't scared. You've got 3,000 soldiers and a whole armada. The scouts have a Levi. And <laughs> it's just the most, yeah, that's that's true. With Captain Levi on side, the scouts aren't exactly going to lose. You can't, you, you can't. Captain Levi's a one-man fucking army and yeah i think i'm the person who got um a pharaoh aries whatever midget (laughs) shouldn't insult a pharaoh like that they'll probably banish you to the shadow realm although i think i'd enjoy that actually so fuck knows what's going on Anyway, digressing again, um, I got her into Attack on Titan, and she didn't think she'd like it at first. And to be fair, I think she was sort of hooked after the first episode as much as she found the Titans really unsettling to look at, which they're meant to be, they're meant to be scary. And I, I said to her from the beginning, I went, There's one character you're definitely gonna like, and that is Captain Levi. And she was like, Oh yeah, I guess, whatever. And from the moment she met him, she knew that he was her favourite because of one line he said th- he was basically if you watch the show, he's the first one to really acknowledge how ugly the titans are, he literally just calls a titan ugly to its face, and says, you know, you're a sight for sore, like, you're a sore sight, or something like that, not a sight for sore eyes, that's a compliment, and he just insults its looks, and from that moment, I think Saffron, Pharaoh, whatever you want to call her, she fell in love, um, and I'm not even kidding, um, she has admitted to me, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this on podcast, but, even if she does, I'm going to say it anyway, <laughs> He is basically joint first, if not actually first place. No, no, it's not joint first. She admitted that he now outranks any other male character, not character, male she has a crush on, fictional or otherwise. You know, he he is top of the list. He has beaten all of her previous crushes out by a long shot because we we realized the more we spoke about it is because ahead of her. She's now up to date and she's watching it weekly with me. Um, and we, we talk about it during the episode, like when a bit happens, we're like, oh my God, this is so cool. And it's actually quite fun having someone to almost watch it with and discuss with. It's quite, I'm enjoying that. Um having someone else who's as invested in the show as I am. I don't normally have that when I watch TV shows. No one else is as invested as I am. So it's nice to have someone to talk about this with. Um, anyway, digressing. So yeah, I remember obviously she was, she was watching along. And we sort of, as more we discussed it, we realized that captain Levi is her ideal man. Um, Short, but taller than her. Um, just a bit cold, but not not horrible. Bit sternier, older because he was thirty four in seasons one to three. He's now thirty eight by season four, so older suits her. Um, she likes an older man. Um, loves cleaning, very clean freak. You know, all this sort of stuff. He's got the hair. He's got the facial complexion. He's got the eyes. Um, <laughs> he's a badass. And he likes tea. Very much likes his tea, Captain Levi. Um and also he kicked the shit out of Erin Jaeger and finds Titans repulsive. Um this was at the point where no one really liked Erin and she really didn't she likes it now. Erin's now number two on her list. In fact, our top three favourite characters are pretty much identical, except that for me it goes Erin, Levi, Irvin, for her it goes Levi, Erin, Irvin. So it's it's very similar, same top three, just in a different order. To be fair, Levi probably would be top of mind if I didn't, it's going to sound really bad, relate to Eren Yeager as much, and I really like his character growth and where he is now, and I can relate to him in a way, um, I'm not going to go into that, that's a bit weird, but yeah, Eren Yeager, I just, I sympathise for, and so I've sort of built a personal connection with him after realising who he really is and everything and I love the development in season 4 where everything gets thrown at you and you realise what's really been going on with him the whole time Um but Levi, I'm not denying that Levi is the coolest shit ever um, honestly he's the epitome of cool. He's. I said to Saffron um and uh, this is probably like the ultimate compliment that Levi is if Seto Kaiba stopped playing card games Became a bit less of a dick, but still a bit cold and a badass. And just started slicing through giants on a regular... Like, instead of fighting door monsters with cards, he'd just attack the monsters with swords. That very similar thing. That's a big compliment coming from me. You know how much I like Seto Kaiba, if you've been listening to the show for long. Um, (laughs) And yeah, Captain Levi is just the coolest shit ever, to the point where me and Saffron have both ordered figures of him. I think we've got the same one uh, coming to put up in our rooms. I've also got an Erin Yeager one. Um, we've also both decided to get, Oh, I'm not, I'm not it's, she sent me a thing and it was this sort of wings of freedom. Obviously the scout regiment badge bracelet sort of thing to wear. Not like a bracelet bracelet, but like a, an armband type thing, but it's got like a metal wings of freedom on it. And um, yeah, we are both getting one of those and it's, <laughs> it's weird. I think, we we're not intending to buy the same things at each other but we both like the show so much that we like the same products about it i mean she's got she's bought hoodies as well and i think she's going to get teacups cups of levi's face on it by the way levi's also on these hoodies um <clears throat> so we've got different things i've also got i've got the um scout regiment uh jacket you know with the wings of freedom on everything i've got i've got the jacket and i'm also getting a blanket soon But the blanket is the little capes that the Scouts wear. Sorry if my voice is a bit gone at the moment, so I'm a bit tired and and seem to be losing my voice, so I apologise about that. But yeah, I've got a blanket coming. My voice sounds awful, Jesus Christ. I sound like I've been smoking ten cigarettes, Jesus fucking. Sorry about that. Yeah. So I've got like a a blanket, but it's like the scout cape. So you can put the hood up and wear it around you and it wraps around you, or you can just use it as a proper blanket. And obviously it's once again, it's got the wings of freedom on it, which by the way is just the coolest symbol ever. I love the wings of freedom. I just think I I I might've said this in the previous episode, but we need the wings of freedom in real life. Everything it stands for is just incredible. You know, wanting to learn more, to be more, to, to explore, to, you know, know things and, and freedom, just, just wanting freedom for humanity. Like, everything that that symbol represents is perfect. And we, I think we need that in real life. We need a wings of freedom uh, for humanity. Anyway, so, yeah. But I, to be fair, I wear my Scout Regiment jacket quite a lot. Because as much as technically, yeah, it is a cosplay piece. It, I don't know. I never thought I'd be able to pull off a crop jacket. But actually, it doesn't look that bad. And it's actually quite, well, it goes with what I wear. Not when I wear shorts. But <laughs> if I put on some jeans and sort of a plain, normally dark shirt, white works as well, it goes like that, but I think uh, if I can go to a Comic-Con again at some point, you know, if coronavirus ever ends, I'm going to go as a member of the Scouts, because I've already got that, and the rest, I found, like, all, that like, the belts and straps and stuff that they wear for their ODM gear, I'm not going to buy the actual ODM gear props, uh, that'd be a bit too much, but I'd get that, and white jeans and everything, and Yeah, I'd probably buy the proper cape, not a blanket cape. Um, But yeah, it'd be cool to to go as a member of the Scouts Um, at some point. I'd really, really enjoy that, I think. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) I was going to say something, I completely forgot. Captain Levi, just the best person ever. Yeah, his cleaning habits are hilarious. And I love the fact, right, so if you go to season three, right, Erin. Is willing to get a court-martial and stuff for directly disobeying Levi when he's picking between Irvin and, and Armin. But the minute Levi's back at sort of the headquarters or something and Levi finds a speck of dust, everyone shits himself. Like, a court-martial's fine. But angering Levi with dust, nah, that's a no-no. And he's cleaning gear is hilarious i just and his backstory is great as well i'm going to try not to go i think too much into a character analysis of levi only because i know as i said pharaoh wants to do an episode of her podcast on attack on titan and i feel like she'll want to talk a lot about captain levi and i'm going to be a guest on that episode so i feel like both her and myself can get out our levi love um a lot there and I can maybe dissect his character a bit there while she's just fangirling over how much she loves him and is her perfect man and wishes more than anything he was real and um, to be fair so do I I mean if I could meet Captain Levi that'd be amazing I think we had a weird conversation the other day and <laughs> we were talking about something I was like she was like oh I imagine I could just go to the Attack on Titan world I was like well yeah I mean it'd be a bit dangerous you know like Titans and she's like yeah but I get to meet Captain Levi I was like yeah that's true I was like if you go and I can't also make it could you give both um, Erin and Levi a message that I'm both big fans of their work, please? (laughs) And yeah, these are the kind of things we talk about when we both just fanboy and fangirl over how good the show is and how good the characters are. But yeah, I think I'll... um, I haven't spoken about this with her, but I'm sure she'll be fine with it if I leave a lot of Levi's character analysis, I suppose, and complete fangirling over to when we discuss it on her channel channel on her podcast sorry um her show but I still want to talk about how awesome Captain Levi is and how literally she wants to marry him more than anything in the entire world and I love that and I love the fact that this show she thought she'd watch a couple of episodes and say no it's not for me is now by the way her joint first favorite show of all time like she's a massive Game of Thrones fan but she's literally put it on equal terms of Game of Thrones um and actually says, if it wasn't for one character in Game of Thrones, I think it's um, oh, what's her face? One sec. Oh, come on, I can do it. I can do it. I think it's um, Daenerys Tera terror um, Terragon, something like that. Daenerys. I, I don't know the surnames in in um Game of Thrones, and I can't even pronounce a lot of the names. Like there's the one played by um Sophie Turner, Sansa, Nessa. I know the surname is Stark because that's the same as Tony from fucking Avengers, but. Um, yeah, it's Daenerys, the, the dragon lady. She said if it wasn't for her, Attack on Titan would be at top. But I also have a feeling that if it wasn't... I'd be interested to speak to her and say, if you take Levi out of Attack on Titan and Daenerys out of... um, What's-its-face? <clears throat> Game of Thrones, which one would be at the top? Because they're our favourite characters. They obviously boost it a lot, which isn't a problem. Like that's like... The characters are part of the show. If they've got great characters like that, that's amazing. But I'd be interested to see which one she'd put at the top otherwise. But yeah, Captain Levi is an absolute certified badass when he takes down the Beast Titan for the first time, by the way. So it's 2-0 at the moment. Both of them, I swear, in like under a minute. He goes ballistic because it's just after Irving died and he completely shreds through the Beast. Um, it just cuts him down to pieces. He, It's that bit where it's like... It's, it's the, where the Beast Titan sort of thinks... Because he's been warned about Levi from um, Reiner and Bertholdt at the time. It's the bit where Zeke's like, is that Levi? After Levi literally cuts his arm into about a thousand pieces. And then slices his eyes. Then one ankle. Then the next ankle. Then his other hand. And then slices the back of his neck. When he's already fallen on the floor because he can't stand up anymore. And can't see and can't use his arms. Because Levi is an absolute certified fucking badass right he's just the coolest thing and and it's very clear that after Zeke got his ass handed to him by Levi he went back to Marley and went look erin we can probably take the scouts we might struggle with but we've got a chance levi run because it's very clear that all the other shifters on marley so you've got the cart and the jaw are clearly very, very, very afraid of Captain Levi. And that is for a very, very, very good reason. <clears throat> because he is the Titan Slayer 3000. And you do not mess with good old Captain Levi whatsoever. Because he will kill you. And that is quite frankly incredible. Because as I say, this is for like a five foot two, five foot four man. And he takes no shit. Literally, he... I mean, if you did a shit, he'd kill you because cleanliness problem and 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 even his tea the way he drinks tea is incredible but i'm sure saffron will get onto that because that's part of the reason she loves him so much and i do want to leave her stuff to talk about when we get onto her show talking about this uh date to be decided but we do know we are going to do it at some point um but now would be a good chance i suppose to move on to the sponsor which as always is uh The uh, resident graphic designer of King's Eyes Life. Uh, he's brilliant. Does great commissions. Great designs. It's really worth checking him out. Check him out on kingseyes.life under the commission section. Really does great work. And uh, you will be satisfied with all of your products. So please do go check him out. He will not fail you. And while we're plugging things. I may as well plug the social medias. So you can follow this show on Twitter. At SV. Uh, That's the best way to stay up to date with the show. Find out what the topics are for each episode and find out if there won't be an episode and why there won't be an episode. Um, You also follow uh, my personal Twitter, which is at Sam Vader, where I'll post random tweets about anything normally fandoms i'm interested in normally jokes or collectors things you know whatever and also the pinned tweet on my personal twitter is actually the link to my discord server the failures and finalists where you can become a failure and be proud of it by meeting other failures just like you and discussing all your favorite topics um games films tv shows i don't know books i like books books are great um and we have an assortment of emojis. I think I've got... I gave Saffron two um, Captain Levi emojis. We've got three. We've got a few um, Attack on Titan ones. We've got an Eren Jaeger. We've got three Captain Levi. I know. We've got Commander Irvin. And we have the Wings of Freedom. But so many others. Uh, we've got things from Six. We've got things from Chaotic. We've got Yu-Gi-Oh. Lots of Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. Um, and I think there's probably a Darth Vader one as well, because it's me, and I wouldn't have done not a Darth Vader one, because... Why wouldn't I? So please do join the Discord server. And because also there you can give me great suggestions for new episodes of the podcast. As I'm trying to plan a bit more ahead. But that's not entirely true. That just means I've got one in the works at the moment. uh, And Attack on Titan is just something I can talk about forever. So yeah. It's getting a bit hmm. Hmm. So please do join the Discord server and follow me on Twitter for all of the updates. And yeah just to find out what is going on. On, but without further ado, <coughs> my voice is fucked, and clearly so is my mind. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I realise you guys must think I'm smoking something before I record these or during. And the worst part is I'm not. I'm just insane. Um, not that I'm a danger to others. I think you know. I I ramp it up for these episodes because because say invade is a man with with no regrets. And, uh, and and no bars held, and we'll call things absolutely shit. But the problem is, I'm talking about things I like at the moment, so there's no ranting going on, more just fanboying about how much I love Captain Levi, and he's the most awesome person ever, and honestly, he's incredible, and Eren Jaeger is absolutely fantastic, and honestly, he deserves more appreciation. Oh my god, I love this show so fucking much! Have if, if you got the point? Have you realised I like Attack on Titan yet? Yeah. And if you don't like Attack on Titan, I respect your opinion, but... um. You, can I say you're wrong? Yeah, I can, you're wrong. I've seen a lot of people complaining about Attack on Titan. I was going to talk about Commander Irvin next, but I'm going to start defending my baby now. Um, my One of my babies. It's not even mine. I don't own it. I'm going to start defending some other random guy's baby. But I'll also defend my baby. Finn is my life. I love him. And I hope he doesn't wake up and start crying again. He doesn't like sleeping on his own yet. But um, I we've only we haven't had him long, so that's that's why he's perfectly trained in every other way. This isn't relevant to Attack on Titan, by the way. But I'm telling you anyway because you know what, this is an excuse for me to ramble and talk about things. And you know what, you might not care, but I don't care if you don't care. Um, okay, it's a bit harsh, but do be hashtag facts, though. Um, thank you for your listen. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Um, <laughs> love you. Oh, that's not true. I, I don't like love. I. I tolerate you and appreciate your listens, even though if you don't like what I'm saying, that's your problem. Um, <laughs> I I wish I was bipolar to explain this, but I'm just just not normal. Anyway, yeah, Finn, he's great. He's so well trained. He's pissing and shitting outside already. Um, he doesn't chew anything. He doesn't bark or cause any noise during the day. Um, his only issue is he just doesn't like sleeping alone because he's He's clearly very affectionate. He loves cuddles and he loves hugs. Um, no, it's not even an attention thing. Like I remember the sort of the breeder we got him from said that he always had to snuggle up or when during the day with one of his siblings or his mum. He sort of loved a hug and would always be the one to come over and hug someone or something. And that's clearly evident with him, and we love that about him. We love all the snuggles and we love sitting with him and he's all colour. Kind of, I've fallen asleep the floor with him about three times now um as we just snuggle up together and he just falls asleep but at night he causes problems because he doesn't like being on his own uh, so sometimes he just wakes up and cries but um he's getting used to it he's 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 a very good boy and um I love him very much uh maybe more than I love attack on titan no definitely more than I love attack on titan he is he's brilliant attack on titan is a show finn is finn is my uh, my baby anyway that's not the point attack on titan um yeah if you don't like it you're wrong and um yeah no you just naff off because i've seen a lot of people saying oh it's not that great it's overhyped and i'm like okay so what you're doing is you've watched the first two seasons you've seen what appears on surface level to be a basic or good hit soldiers versus evil monsters, and all there's a few spies. But doesn't the fact that all there's a few spies and a few evil people that can turn into titans, and people that can turn into titans anyway, that makes you a bit suspicious there's more going on? Because clearly, there's a whole lot more going on in this show. And by the time you get to season three, everything just unravels. And the brilliance of the show is it's cliffhangers. It just leaves you wanting more every time. And honestly, if you don't like the show, you don't appreciate good writing it, it's the same sort of thing as when people didn't like Eren but that was intentionally written that way where you weren't supposed to like him at the beginning so you didn't see the character that was actually developing until it was too late and it's like oh my god he's fucking incredible and now he's my favourite character in Attack on Titan and definitely in my top 10 fictional characters of all time and so is Levi honestly if I didn't have such affection and nostalgia attached to Darth Vader who's also one of the best written characters of all time Okay, I'm going to outright say it. My top three favourite characters of all time, currently, are Darth Vader, Erin Yoga, Captain Levi. Right, I'm saying it. I love Kyber. If we're talking about who I love the most, Kyber might go up a bit. But in terms of well-written characters, Levi and... Oh no, because... Yeah, they're up there. I don't know. Right, they're definitely top four, top three. Depends how I'm feeling on the day. But at the moment, I'm feeling they've probably usurped Seto Kaiba. Um, Darth Vader I've got too much affection for. Um, and I love Darth Vader too much, I think, for him to ever be beaten. Um, but know that it's very close right now um, between Eren and Darth Vader in particular. Um... But in weird ways, I relate to them both a lot, and I think the nostalgia just puts Darth Vader then over the top, because I've loved him my whole life, and uh, he was probably my hero growing up. I say probably as if he definitely wasn't, because he definitely was. Um, (laughs) Moving on. Yeah. And in a weird way, I think Attack on Titan was written in a weird way to weed out the, the basic people who wouldn't appreciate the plot early on as well. It gave... Don't get me wrong. The first two seasons are still incredible. The action is amazing. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Sort of belief surface level. That you do notice upon watching it again. But if you're just casually watching it. And you're just seeing the surface level. Oh you know. Good soldiers versus evil monsters. Yada yada yada. Oh nothing's changing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah you're not going to enjoy it. But I think in a way. Just like Erin Jaeger. It was written in a way. That you didn't realise this stuff early on. To weed out the the people who weren't really going to be invested. So, the only people that were invested were the people that were intrigued by what the real world was that they were building here and the real message it was trying to send. You know, I think the genius of the writing comes from the fact that, yeah, some people do hate it because they don't look into it enough and they don't realize that there's a lot more going on that meets the eye here and and that's the the subtle brilliance of the show and you know it might not be that you might watch it and it might just might not be your cup of tea yes Levi pun intended Saffron you can have that one on me um you might watch it and it might not be be your thing you might not enjoy it you might not like the, the route it takes it is incredibly violent it is vulgar at times it is very dark very depressing and very realistic you know some people might not like the very realistic take on war and the real implications that it's saying about war and who's right who's wrong and casualties and you know all this sort of thing that might be unsettling for you and the titans are very off-putting i was very impressed saffron actually got past how unsettling the titans are but i think she got that invested by the plot that um how unsettling they were became less of a problem than it ever was before and I appreciate that. Um because she now loves the show. But so no, genuinely I do understand that there are many reasons why you don't like it. But for the people who say it's because the plot is boring or, you know, it's very basic and just too shonen, um, you haven't watched it enough and you haven't given it the real chance it deserves because I've a strong feeling those first two seasons are written in such a way where it doesn't give that much away to weed the likes of those people out so that the people i'm not going to say who are cleverer because that's that's not right but the people who have started to piece things together or just have an intrigued mind about the the real nuance of the world that's being built are the ones who stay to watch the incredible story unfold because season one and two are very much stepping stones of yeah, it's great action great story but it's very base level What's going on? It's not the real story that's taking place there. It's setting you up for the real story, and that is what the brilliance of it. And I think some people just don't appreciate that, or some people, as I say, it's not their cup of tea, and that's okay. I know lots of people that wouldn't like the series either because they don't like anime, um, or oh, I don't know. Um, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, I just saw. A notification pop up on my laptop and I've got a reply to someone. It's actually the person who I hope to have as a guest on the show very soon. Um, not about the show though, it's about something else. Sorry, completely sidetracked. I shouldn't have my laptop next to me while I'm recording, but, you know, I need it there for technical reasons Um, that I'm not going to go into. Um, but yeah, Attack on Titan is the most uh, fantastic... Lee written story, oh, I don't know why I paused between Fantastic and Lee, because, you know, I normally do that in my grammar, fucking idiot, failure, <laughs> lead failure, through and through, pew, 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 pew. you can't see me there, but I did handguns as I did that, which is just as pathetic, because I'm sitting in my room on my own at the moment, on my bed, um, I'm meant to be an adult, I'm really not, but, yeah, And I've realised it's 35 minutes and I haven't even brought up Commander Irving yet. Who, by the way, in my opinion, gives better speeches and speech than Steve Rogers. Oh, you don't like that opinion? Fucking suck on it because you're wrong. Um, No, you might not be wrong. It's all a matter of opinion, but yours is wrong. Um, Because... (laughs) No, this is another thing me and Saffron spoke about because she's a big Captain America Steve Rogers fan. And the thing here is Captain America and Commander Irvin are both brilliant in the settings they are in. Captain America is good at inspiring hope and inspiring, um, heroism in you. Cap Commander Irvin is good at inspiring bravery and a willingness to sacrifice your life for humanity's cause. Cause they're in very different environments. Captain America is a very hopeful, you know, we've got to be heroes, this, that, and the other. Commander Irvin is in a fight for humanity's survival. He is, doing all he can to stop the purge that the Titans are trying to bring about. So his soldiers, he's got to inspire to be willing to give their lives so that they can make progress forward outside of the walls. And that sort of writing appeals more to me. I'm not one of them more really. I don't like very overly optimistic characters. In fact, Captain America is one of the very few overly optimistic characters I actually enjoy and, and like to see on screen. Um, Whereas Commander Irving, I think his speech, his final speech, his um, final charge, is one of the best written speeches in all of fiction, if not the best. And, you know, from that bit, he's like, they were not! And I can't do it. I can't do justice to how well the voice actor does and how swelling the music is. But the bit is like, you know, where he's talking about, oh, you know, that's... The one way we can rebel against the cruelness of this world. No, when my soldiers are faced with the cruelties of this world. Because my soldiers push forward. My soldiers scream out. My soldiers rage. And it's just so... I really butchered that. And I'm sorry because the voice actor... This is one of the only scenes as well in anime where... Almost like 99% of the people agree that the English dub is better than the, the original sub or the original Japanese version, and, I mean, I've watched both versions of Attack on Titan, because I can't get enough of it, and I like both. I think the dub's incredible, it's one of the best dubs out there, and the Japanese is also incredible. It's obviously, season four, I don't have a choice at the moment, um, but Commander Irving's speech is definitely better in in dub, right? And the other best Irving, well, oh, there's, there's loads of good Irving moments, and this is where I'm going to ramble and hope I don't go over time too much. Um... The bit where he uh, the first time says, Your heart and soul to the cause, which is obviously Shinzo Wu Sasageo, um, where he's trying to save Erin from the armored Titan. And he goes, Advance! And then gets his arm bitten off. And then everyone's like, stops charging on their horses because they realize Commander Irving's just been bitten by a Titan being carried away. And he just screams, I said advance, damn it! and just tells him to keep going even though he's just been compromised and that the comment section on that clip on youtube are the best things ever because it's like sorry i couldn't see what was happening in that scene because commander irving's balls just covered the whole thing and like oh my god I never realized commander irving had such balls of steel and it's all about how massive and how hard his balls are because he just Gets his arm bitten by a titan is being carried away and still screams at his soldiers to push forward. By the way, he then cauterizes his arm. Right, I know it's implied one of the scouts goes back to help him because you see him flying in ODM gear. But he still has to then, with his other out, cauterize his own arm, escape that Titan, and then is still the one to make the blow that saves own from the armor Titan and cut him free. And then, from about 15 metres high, falls onto his horse and doesn't even flinch. That's how you know he's got balls of steel. He fell onto a horse and didn't flinch. Like, that would hurt. But no, Commander Irving's got these massive temesticals, right? And he just fucking goes for it. And he's incredible. And one of the other scenes I really like with him is not one where he's... To be fair, he does give a classic bolstering Irving line afterwards, but it's the bit where the Scouts are about to start their operation to retake Wal Maria, and um, no? Yeah, it is. It goes, Maria, Rose, Sheena, sorry. Completely wrong. Yeah, it is Wal I'm a fucking idiot. So, yeah, it restarts the thing to retake Wall and the Scouts are, for the first time ever, being given such a... Like, people are cheering for them, saying, good luck, you know. The Scouts have never been believed in before, but they've sort of proved that they they are heroes they're not just some stupid idiots who go outside the walls and come back and die every time they've proved they're heroes uh, so people at this point are cheering them on and Irving someone goes oh you know have you ever had a send-off like this and Irving's like as far as I know this is the first and they all start cheering so Irving starts cheering back and he 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 has this smile on his face it's almost like childish joy as he's realized people believing him again and he's like ah! And the people down the walls cheer back and he, he does it again, like, and then he gives his classic, he pulls out his sword and is like, the operation to retake one Mario begins now. And then oh, it's so cool, and then all the scouts cheer like Arr! and oh, it's such a motivating moment, and like the last moment of bliss and uplifting motivation before the really dark battle of Shiganshina arc. Uh, where a lot goes wrong And sadly, spoilers, Commander Irvin dies In that arc um, But yeah, I'd fully recommend watching His His final charge If if you have got no intention of watching the series But you want to know what I'm talking about I fully recommend you go out and watch his final charge speech um, His advance Bit And um, His bit where it's the operation To retake while Mario begins now I'd also recommend watching Levi versus the Beast Titan. Um, that is after Irving died. Basically, Irving sacrifices himself and quite a large number of the scout regiment to give Levi one chance to take down the Beast by distracting him. So Irving's just died and killed and basically got himself killed. And Levi is pissed. And uh, he lets the Beast know. Um, so I fully recommend all those clips. But really, I fully recommend the series. Because once again, Attack on Titan, you have not failed. Captain Levi, you have not failed in winning over... Um, Saffron's heart, soul, and mind. Commander Irvin, you have not failed in leading the scouts to a better future and being the best commander and speech giver ever. Honestly, I'd put you over Optimus Prime, who was previously my number one best motivational speech guy ever. Um, Yeah, Attack on Titan is brilliant. Can't get enough of it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. If you don't like Attack on Titan, you're wrong. You suck. And uh, (laughs) I'll speak to you next week where it may or may not be Attack on Titan again. I really don't know. I love this show. Speak to you next week, guys.